Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here, and if you can hear it in my voice, I'm obviously uh, rather sick. I just got back from extensive travel around the world, and obviously I think I picked something up. So we are not going to do full breaches of the week, and if you sent me uh, any of those breaches in the last seven days or so, thank you very much. Um, and uh, I will be giving you a shout out next week, hopefully perfectly fine as we keep this rolling. But I want to speak about one specific breach today before I completely pass out on myself here. And that is one that a lot of people alerted me to. But this is actually something that I have written extensively on in the past. And it's uh, something that I think uh, everybody should be aware of uh, in terms of privacy. And so we are going to talk about the one major breach that happened in the last, uh, basically the first week of October or so, and that is going to be 23andMe, because genetic testing company 23andMe confirmed on Friday, October 8th, that basically data from a subset of its users had been compromised. Now, the company is saying that their systems were not breached and that the attackers gathered the data by guessing the login credentials of a group of users and then scraping some of that people's information basically from a feature that 23andMe has known as DNA relatives. Users opt into sharing their information through DNA relatives for others to see. So in other words, if I have 50 relatives, let's say, on 23andMe and they breach my account, then they're getting me plus my 50 relatives, a.k.a. 51 uh, basically bits of information or 51 uh, information on 51 people. Now, the attackers posted the initial data sample on the platform breach forums. I've mentioned it here on Breaches of the Week quite a bit, uh, basically earlier in that week. And they are claiming that it contained 1 million data points exclusively about Ashkenazi Jews. Now, if I recall my history uh, correctly, Ashkenazi Jews are those of European descent uh, or around that area. And please, if you're of the Jewish uh, culture or faith, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. On top of this, there also seems to be hundreds of thousands of users of Chinese descent uh, impacted by the leak as well. Now, on Wednesday of last week, uh, the threat actor began selling what it claims are D, uh, 23andMe profiles for between $1 and $10 per account, depending on the scale of the purchase. Now, the data includes things like display name, uh, sex, birth year, and some details about genetic ancestry results, uh, like that someone is, for example, quote-unquote, broadly European, or quote-unquote, broadly Arabian, etc., etc. Now, it may also include some more specific uh, geographical ancestry information. The information does not appear to include actual raw genetic data, and I'm really glad for that. Now, the company emphasized in its statement that it does not see evidence that its systems have been breached. Essentially, this is a password spraying. Somebody took a bazillion emails uh, in passwords that were dumped on the dark web and threw them against 23andMe, getting successful logins to obviously a good chunk of these. Again, that is according to 23andMe. So obviously they encourage their users to use strong and unique passwords, enable two-factor authentication, etc., etc. Now, the company has not been clear, though, on whether it has validated uh, the data the threat actor has leaked, noting that the investigation is ongoing and what we have right now are preliminary results. Now, a spokesperson uh, for the company talking to various publications, including Wired, where I'm cribbing this from, uh, basically said that the leaked information is consistent with a situation in which some user accounts are exposed and then leveraged to scrape data uh, visible in the DNA relatives feature. But 
and this is interesting, when pressed on the details of whether the data had been validated, the spokesperson said that verifying the data is pending and that the company cannot currently confirm whether the leaked information is real. And for the record, that would be a huge uplift to simply dump out a whole bunch of fake DNA or, or at least DNA relation information if it's not the genetic code itself <clears throat> in the guise of selling it for one to ten dollars an account which means i think the probability is pretty high that this is actual leaked information now if the attackers got into the system and actually just started accessing let's say strategically you know various groups because again uh, if you access me maybe you get 50 relatives etc and for the record i have not done 53 and me and we're going to talk about that in a second it could be that or it could simply be like a password spraying <clears throat> where they're taking known dumped usernames and passwords and people are creatures of habit where they used a username and password they used for other things on 23andMe, and something else got breached, and now they can get into that and everything else. So with that, I want to say that back in March of 2021, so just over two years ago, like two, almost two and a half years ago, I wrote an article for Smirconish.com entitled, Your DNA is the Next Frontier of Data Privacy. Now, basically, as much as I'd love, as I mentioned, to get my DNA tested and find long-lost relatives, I have reservations, and they're as relevant today as they were over two years ago when I actually penned that article. Now, the very first point that I made as to why I'm not getting my DNA tested at this time, uh, the first point is, and I quote from the article, we live in the era of the hacker. And prior to that, we had seen hits on Ancestry.com and other DNA testing sites uh, because, quite frankly, we are basically relying and entering into a trust relationship with any platform where we're giving up sensitive information. And DNA is intrinsically ours. We are data mined to the nth degree on what we look at, what we shop, what we read, what we do online. But nobody basically has essentially mined our DNA unless we give our DNA up. And so the other headers that I had included, uh, and the, first, the, the second one is, and I quote, corporations that have your DNA maybe purchase or give your DNA to other entities. And the perfect example of that is back in 2018, GlaxoSmithKline purchased a $300 million stake in 23andMe and entered into a partnership to share DNA for testing. And so did you read the fine print? If you did 23andMe prior to 2018 saying, hey, you know, some massive pharmaceutical corporation, one of the largest in the world, or maybe a foreign entity can go ahead and purchase a stake in an American company that has your DNA. <clears throat> These are things that are deeply concerning. The other header that I had was Many U.S. privacy laws are antiquated or not comprehensive, and DNA privacy is no different. <clears throat> that is something that is absolutely true. I mean, we are behind Europe, uh, Europe, the European Union, and others in the United States in terms of comprehensive privacy laws uh, for everything. And interestingly enough, this testing at that time really didn't fall under the complete umbrella of, of HIPAA because this was a corporate entity. You weren't going for actual health care. You were going for analysis. You know, and, and so as laws shift, that's one thing, but that's still an issue. And the final point I made was you're not the sole owner of your DNA. You own it with your family. And so if you have a cousin or a relative that's done it, they've got a part of you, but they don't have intrinsically all of you. And so if you think, oh, well, my cousin spit into a tube and here we are, okay, that's well and good, but that's not the whole makeup of who you are. And so what is intrinsically yours should be intrinsically yours. If you're giving it to a corporation with all of those points, that's a huge issue. And the data breach from <clears throat> the first week of October is essentially that warning. 
I'm still not going to be doing this. And I'd love to, I'd love to find long lost relatives, you know, those kinds of things. And, and I'm not because of this. So there you go. Take it for what it's worth. Those are your breaches of the week. I'm sorry. I'm under the weather, but full breaches will come back uh, in a week or so. Uh, yeah. That's this upcoming Sunday. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care.